So I've got a bit of a confession to make. You see, for many, many years, I would canter on the lunge just to canter on the lunge, meaning that it was something that I used to kind of finish out the session. You know, three circles left, three circles right, we're golden. And then a good few years ago, I began to develop things a little further. And wow, talk about opening up a whole new way of being able to work with your horse. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Hey there, and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast. My name is Lorna Leeson, and I am absolutely delighted to have you here. I'm an equestrian trainer and coach. I love helping riders have better conversations with their horse, and I love helping riders to remain inspired and motivated to do something. And that's what I want to do today. So I love lunging. I love cantering. So it makes my day when I get to combine both things together, hey? And I would love to be able to, during this episode, help you to get a little bit more intentional with your cantering on the lunge. Now, if you've never lunged before, go to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash the number three days, okay? And that will get you a free audio program to help get you started with lunging. If you've never cantered on the lunge before, just, you know, flick back a few episodes. We spoke about it very, very recently and find that episode there. But assuming that you are feeling good, you're feeling ready to canter on the lunge, brilliant. This is the episode for you because I really and truly think that if we get intentional about cantering on the lunge, we can not only develop the horse and develop the horse's training and of course develop our own aids and all that fun stuff as well, but we also get to actually develop the gait. We get to develop the canter, which I think is important. And that then brings across, it kind of transfers across to when we're riding. So also with lunging, and um, one of the things I love about it is the perspective you get, that different point of view, the point of view of a trainer or a coach that you get when you are lunging your horse is amazing. And it's not the same as riding. So I really and truly am um, looking forward to sharing this with you today and hoping that you can go out and yeah, make the most of it with your horse. So for many people, the question is, okay, so where do I start? And I want you with anything, okay, and particularly lunging, thinking about if I was riding, what would I do? Where would I start? And if we think about canter in riding, well, you actually start before you canter. You begin by setting up the transition into the canter. So I'm sure you know that the quality of the canter itself is really and truly influenced by what comes before it. So it makes sense that when you're lunging your horse, spending time actually developing and establishing and maintaining a really good quality trot, but also working on your aids and working on the conversation and working on the responsiveness between you and your horse, that is going to be time that's well spent and time that's going to really and truly help the both of you when you do transition into the canter, okay? So working on that kind of before and preparing it all, where I do suggest starting is um, looking at that your horse is moving forwards but not running. Now this is key. Many riders, when they look at developing the trot, they tend to get a little over enthusiastic, okay? And... (laughs) 
horse <laughs> begins just running around the arena. And this is whether they're riding or lunging. Now, this is not what we're looking for, folks, okay? When your horse is running, I want you to think about the trajectory of the energy, okay, in that running. And it's very, it's downward. It's like plowing into the ground just in front of you, okay? We want your horse to be working forwards, which means that the energy is going forwards and maybe even, maybe, maybe, upwards a little bit okay so there's this gathering of the energy but it's still energy there it's good quality okay it's really 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 important to do this and if we think about riding again bringing this back to riding how would you do this how would you achieve this in riding well you'd use your half halt so you'd use your half halt on the lunge as well and yes half halt on the lunge is a real thing and I will link to an episode that I've spoken about that before I'll link to it in the show notes to this episode which you can find over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash episode 1237 okay but yeah so the half halt and you being able to coordinate your aids well enough to have this really really good positive impact on your horse that is really important to actually set up the transition now when your horse actually steps into the canter, so let's say you've set it up and now you bump, you ask for the canter. <laughs> there will be sometimes a feeling, and for many riders, this is very true, of, well, I don't know, panic. Panic would be a good word there, okay? They kind of feel this anxiety. Hey, 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 hey. And it's because it feels fast. So if you think back to, again, bring this back to riding, the very first time you ever cantered on a horse when you were riding, probably kind of had a similar feeling going on even if you knew you were very safe and everything was under control there was probably this like whoa okay that felt a little upward I felt that energy move there well we can feel the same thing when we are lunging okay and what's important here is that when you are lunging the first time just relax, just set into it, understand that that feeling is very normal and understand that the more you work on it and the more often you do it, the more consistent you become, okay? The less and less you'll experience that and the more you will begin to have a feeling more of, it's almost like expectation that you're looking for the good quality canter, you're looking for the clean transition and then the good quality canter that's going to come from that okay now if your horse is running into the canter okay so if your horse is like launching like a rocket again go back to the previous episode I think it was two episodes ago it's stridesforsuccess.com forward slash episode one two three five you'll find it there how you can begin to work on getting your horse to more gracefully and elegantly and in a in a more timely fashion step into the canter as opposed to launch into the canter okay that's important okay but really and truly do do notice that there can be this mental discomfort and that's fine it's completely normal how you begin to get rid of that is by noticing it if you just notice it rather than allowing the tension to affect what you're doing notice it be aware of it and just let it be like leave it forget about it let's go you're working now you need to work you need to do stuff okay so notice it and let it go okay your job is going to be when your horse is cantering to refine the aids now realize that when your horse initially begins to canter on the lunge you may have to 
say things a little louder than what you would normally say them. And all I mean here is that you're using slightly more pressure, okay? You may have to use your voice a little louder as well, but all of your aids, you'll have to maybe use a little bit more pressure in order to be heard. But the job then becomes refining that so as you get this lovely light touch, it becomes so subtle. And that's always the job as you move on. Okay, from there, we want to actually start working on improving the canter, okay? And I really think that it's important to use both your artificial and your natural aids and one of the artificial aids that I find is really helpful here is the outside boundary because it does help you to channel things a little bit more remember when you're lunging you don't have an outside rein or an outside leg so by using the boundary that's there or creating a boundary that you can use you get to actually begin to channel the energy a little bit more and then from there become aware of the rhythm like rhythm is the most basic place to start. So you may as well start there. Notice the one, two, three. And it may sometimes, and again, this comes back to our mental discomfort. It may sometimes feel that it's like one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. But it mightn't actually be that. It could just be our brain almost like speeding things up. Really sink into the one, the two and the three. Notice how your horse is moving between them, okay? Really pay attention to this. And then from there, let the work become defining each step a little bit more, okay? Really and truly defining the one, the two and the three inside of each stride of your canter. Let that become the work. And you'll do this using your aids. Remember I said refining your aids that you may need to almost like talk or speak a little bit louder. It's not actually your, yes, your verbal aids are, are important, but I'm talking about all your aids. You may need to use them a little bit more than what you would, but at the end of the day, you refine it, you keep refining it. Okay, from there, I would start to think about straightness, okay? Now, what's really important here is that many riders, when they lunge, they are using the lunge line either to slow the horse down or to keep the horse on the circle, to steer the horse. Don't do that. Don't do either of those two things. Because when you do that, now you can no longer use your lunge line to actually develop the contact, which is what it's really for, okay? So it's important to consider that. And if you find you are using it to do that, well, begin to see where your other aids can come in. And again, I'm going to really and truly kind of remind you to pay strong, strong attention to the, the outside boundary, okay? That can really help you with your lunging, okay? Um, if there's any sort of kind of you pulling the lunge line anyway, um, pulling the horse's head in or anything like that, what you will find is that the horse will the energy will be lost. The horse will fall in or fall out, okay? So it is important to recognize that because when you're losing that energy, obviously it does create the, it creates a flatness in the canter and yeah, you're, you'll end up, even if you had a good quality, quote unquote, good quality canter initially, it will very soon become flat and may even begin to run then as well, okay? So it's really important to do that. Okay, the final thing that I am going to strongly suggest you do is to be really consistent and realize that it might not work perfectly first time. Now, what a lot of people notice is when they begin to work on developing the canter in the lunge, okay, they actually struggle to maintain the canter because they're, instead of just letting it run out now, they're actually trying to, yeah, get a little bit more definition, 
a little bit more emphasis on each of the steps, each of the beats inside of it, just to, to get it a little bit more clean, if you want, and clear. And in doing so, it can be really tempting for the horse to just fall back into trot. That is normal, okay? That is very normal. And this is where we as riders, as lungers, have to learn to better balance our aids. There's always a balance and you have to figure it out. You have to be able to figure out what you need to do to influence the, can the canter to the point where it's developing, it's still moving forward, um, but you're having this really positive influence on what is happening, that it's improving all the time. Notice what works and change what doesn't, okay? Now, I don't suggest changing everything straight off the bat. I would say get really picky, change one thing at a time. But as you are changing then, really paying attention to the tweaks that you're making, strategic tweaks, so as you can begin to really and truly use the canter as a tool when you're on the lunge and that you can do so in a way that it's actually going to improve the canter when you do get into the saddle again. Okay, as I mentioned, if you've never cantered before, never cantered. I'm assuming you've cantered, hey? <laughs> I, honestly, you don't have had to canter. <laughs> Remember, we're lunging. But if you've never lunged before, pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash three days. And it's the number three days. And also, if you would like to go further on this topic, this specific topic, join us inside of Connection. We actually are working on it this month, improving the canter while on the lunge and using it in a way that it's really, really strategic in the horse's training and development. You can find all the details over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash connection. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. Have a great week. Keep well. I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye. Bye.